Welcome to the Commute Home. This is Derek, and this is episode number 38, The Human Jack Stand and the Hobo. So do you want to know about the human jack stand and the hobo? We're about to tell you about that shortly. But just to catch you up, in the last episode of the show, Nick and I talked about how we first got to know each other, which the short version of that is we ran into each other at family get-togethers a few times. You're both kind of like, yeah, had no thoughts about the other person. And then he had like the big epic move from his uh, one house to another. Through that experience and me helping him move, we bonded and we kind of started getting to know each other. Yeah, getting to know each other. From there, that's when the friendship really started. And in this podcast, we kind of want to talk about how we went from that move and us just finally getting to know each other to today and us doing the podcast together. So here it is, episode 38, The Human Jack Stand and the Hobo. Enjoy. It's The Commute Home with Nick and Derek. This is Nick. From Chicago's northwest suburbs, our hosts chat about, well, you know, whatever two middle-aged men like to talk about. Talk about some movies. The workday is done. Time to grit your teeth, get through the traffic, and make The Commute Home. Hey, don't honk at me. So, after the move, when was the next time we saw each other? I don't quite remember. Uh... I think it was pretty soon after the move because I uh, I needed your help with a lot of stuff. Um, you're a you're a big guy, tall, and you're helpless. Wise, and, yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm I'm vertically challenged. That too. And uh, uh, you know, so you're taller than me, so that helps tremendously. You're also uh, can lift bigger things than I can. <laughs> So that helps as well. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I I think the next time we saw each other, I was I needed some help hanging some cabinets in the garage. So so I recruited oh. you to come over and hold the cabinets mm-hmm. while I screwed them into the to the wall. Uh, you know, essentially above your head. I remember this. I remember like you calling me and be like or texting me or whatever and telling me you need some help with this, and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, when I offered to help, whatever you needed, I didn't think you actually asked for it. But uh, you know, shame on me. So shame on you. That's right. So, so I go over to your place and uh, I, I go and I help you with the cabinets, which the whole job took. I don't know, all of twenty minutes, maybe less. Yeah, I thought it was going to be more dramatic than that. Like I thought it was going to take a lot longer than what it actually took. Which was great for me because I'm like, okay, this took twenty minutes. But it was an hour drive back and forth from my house to yours. So two hours in the car just for 20 minutes of of being like a really tall jack stand. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of exactly what you were. Yeah. Hey, hold this right here. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know what's funny about that? Hmm. Is those, uh, those cabinets didn't stay up long. You know why? No, why? Because I realized... I realized that I had to get a fucking ladder out every time I wanted to get something <laughs> out of those cabinets. Man, you know, some people talk about, like, first world problems. Man, you got Keebler elf problems, man. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I am definitely vertically challenged. Because I remember, like, the I, I put stuff in there the first day, and I'm like, this is going to be great. And then, like, the next time I needed something out, I'm like, this is a pain in the ass. <laughs> 
So what you're saying is you probably should have had your son hold the cabinets up, not me, so you could actually reach him. I should have put the fucking cabinets on the floor. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, interesting. Very interesting. I never noticed that those cabinets aren't there. That's not- yeah, those cabinets have not been there for a while. So one of the cabinets fell down, which was interesting because I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? But I, I then I realized, oh, it's because you probably got like 60 pounds worth of tools in the cabinet. That's probably wasn't a good idea. So then I was like, I was going to try and put it up on my own. That didn't go over well. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll call Derek to drive an hour to, you know, spend five minutes to put this up. <laughs> and then, then I was like, you know what? Or I could just take the other fucking cabinet down. Let's do that. So I did. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Now I have a pegboard up there. Uh, and uh, I've never put a single thing up on that pegboard. You have pegboard? <laughs> yeah. I don't have pegs, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, your garage is a lot like my parents' garage, where you just have stuff everywhere and, like, a narrow route to actually walk through the garage. Yes. Now, me, on the other hand, I have a fairly spacious, fairly well-kept garage I can actually park my car in and still have, like, room to move around. Yeah, every time I clean my garage, within a week, it was like I never cleaned my garage. Yeah, well, but, but part of that is because you hold on to so much lumber, which makes sense, but, yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of funny. I bring the wood. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. Uh-huh. But uh, it, it's just funny because, like, like, at my house, whenever my parents come over, my dad looks, whenever he looks at my garage, he's like, Jesus, Derek, you and your clean garage. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get some leaves. I'm not going to bring them over. I'm just going to throw them in your garage. You need leaves in here. You know what else you need? You need more stuff, Derek. Get some stuff in that garage. Jesus, how did I raise you? I didn't raise you to be like this. <laughs> and it's funny because every time your dad comes to my house, for anything he goes out to the garage because we have a fridge out there when that's where the beer is he always comes back and he's like i love your garage (laughs) (laughs) that's a good garage (laughs) yep yep and if i'm there he makes sure he says it right in front of me just to rub it in (laughs) he does too (laughs) that's that's a man's garage But you have put me to work over the years, haven't you? Yeah, man. You said, hey, if you ever need anything, give me a call. I did. I think I did, yeah. Oof. So, so the move was epic. I'll always remember that. Uh, I'd say the number two thing on the list was probably uh, burying your grotto in your backyard. <laughs> I like that you call it a grotto. It was the grotto. It was like a- it was like a swamp pit, is what it really was. It was a badly kept grotto. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Whatever those ge- those geniuses that landscaped the yard, you know, I've seen pictures of it, and it, at one point it looked great. Uh, not when we got it, because it was all overgrown and everything. So cut down a bunch of trees, and there was a pond back there. Surprise, surprise. And uh, 
yeah, I needed some help filling in that pond because I wasn't going to turn the pond back on. And so I called you to come help me fill the pond in with rocks and dirt. Yep. Yeah, that was that was a job. And, and then you had, had those like little like sapling, like three-year-old trees there that we had to yank out as well, too. That was work. Yeah, that was a lot of lot more work than I thought it was going to be. But the yard, I think, looks a heck of a lot better now because of it. Considering we did it all in one day, too. That was because, I mean, that, that little pond was pretty big. Yeah, and, and it wasn't like a plastic pond, so I could take the rocks out and then take the pond out. It was just liner down there. So that's why I decided to fill it in rather than trying to take it apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you spent a lot of time over at the house helping with odds and ends of projects. You helped with the deck a little bit. Yep, I remember that. When you were putting the railing up, I think I helped you tighten up some bolts and things like that. Yeah, only man alive that wants a smaller deck. What? <laughs> well, that's what I did is I reduced the deck size. Did you? Yeah. I don't... Uh, I took I, like three feet off of that deck. Oh, did you? Oh, uh, three feet, like, away from the house? Uh, Into the yard, because it went into the yard more than what it goes now. That's what I meant. Okay. So, so you shorten it up. I, I didn't realize. Why, why'd you do that? Because I wanted a shorter deck. Huh? Just, just because? Yeah, I wanted more yard because I thought I would have kids that wanted to play in the yard. I forgot it's not the 80s anymore and kids don't go outside. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Oh, no, there's bugs. <laughs> yeah, there were bugs when you had a grotto. I remember that. Oh, my God. The mosquitoes were horrible back there with that thing. Yeah, they were. Uh, it's so funny you keep calling it a grotto. <laughs> it's like Hugh Hefner's place in my backyard. Yeah, hey, if that was my house, that would be a grotto. <laughs> well, if I ever sell it, I'll... I'll come to you first. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> too much house for me. Too much, it's too much house for me, too. Oh, God. The the biggest move, or the, the next biggest move on the list, your daughter's dang bed. <gasps> oh, oh my God, dude. I forgot about the bed, man. Tell, t- tell the people about the bed. So, so there's this bed. My wife found online. She was like, I want you to build our daughter a bed and I'm like okay I you know I consider myself pretty handy I I've built things before uh but this was like an all-time new for me because it was a bed somebody was going to be sleeping in this thing it wasn't just going to be holding books or or something like that and um and this bed was made out of three-quarter inch plywood and then you added on to that places for things to hide and whatnot and a headboard and i would say that that bed is i don't know derek what would you say six or seven feet long at least yeah that that sounds about well it's a it holds what a twin mattress it holds a twin mattress but you know it's not where the mattress actually sits inside of the frame not just like sits on top of the bed 
Right, and, and and the frames like, and then it's got like an extra what, like four to six inches on each side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at least. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, you know, it, it's pretty, it's pretty substantial, and I would think it weighs. I don't know, man. Well over a hundred pounds, I would think. At least. It was a hundred pounds. I could carry it upstairs by myself. Okay, maybe a couple hundred pounds. I, I would I would put it close to there. I, yeah. I, I would I would put it somewhere between 150 and 200 pounds. And it's just so big. Like this like this so awkward shaped. Yeah, cuz it's it is tremendously sized. And in retrospect, I probably should have tried to build the bed in the bedroom. But I didn't, so uh, so yeah, so I was like, hey Derek, can you come help me move this bed that I built? It's an amazing bed, and the only thing that comes off of it is the headboard. And you're like, yeah, sure, let's do that. And then you come over, and I'm like, okay, let's carry it up the stairs. And we're like, what in the hell? Because my stairs are really odd in regards to the shape. They don't just go straight up. They go around a corner, and then you got the banister and everything. So you have to lift the bed up and over and turn it sideways and that was just a job. Yeah, that, 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 that kind of L-shaped uh, staircase that you have, and then plus the hand railing. And uh, I remember right, we, we, we left a nice little dent in the wall that I think is, is still there to this day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a scar for all of our efforts right there. Yeah, yeah, that is, but yeah, that was a move. That was totally a move. We put as much effort into that bed as we did moving my entire house. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far, man. I don't think you remember that move that well. <laughs> well, maybe we should have called my brother to help. Yeah, he, he, he could have uh, supervised. Uh, he could he would have slept on the bed while we were trying oh, to move God. it. I don't even know if we would have <laughs> noticed it. I just remember like being like, at the bottom of the staircase and just overhead pressing this bed above my head so we can get it up over the banister and everything to get it into the bedrooms. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So if I, I told my wife, I said, if we ever move, that bed is staying here and she's <laughs> adamant that it's not. And I'm like, yeah, it is. I am not moving that bed out of that room unless it's with the chainsaw. I was going to say, you know what? We'll cut it in half. And then we'll just get like some like uh, brackets to like to you know bring it back together after you to reassemble it. There you go. Just cut it straight down, straight down the middle. Take it apart that way and be good to go. Easy peasy. Yeah, because when I made the bed, I filled in all the holes and everything like that and painted over it, so it's not like you can just unscrew it and screw it back together. Right. Right. Oh, what I was thinking there. Did, did you make that off of plans? I did. I did. Found the plans online and, and made the bed. Made a little bit of uh, changes to the plans, but for the most part, it's, it's two plans, yeah. All right. I wouldn't have made that damn thing that heavy. Not purposeful. I would have used half-inch plywood instead of three-quarter inch. Did you know that thing, that thing was going to be a beast like while you're putting it together? I saw, you know, I kind of had an idea when I was going to buy the plywood because three-quarter inch sheets of plywood are four-by-eight sheets are pretty damn heavy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to suck. 
But then it was like, you, you know, I was reading through the directions and it was like, you're going to cut some of it off. And I'm like, okay, that's going to reduce the weight. And the whole time I'm telling my wife, I'm like, I think this thing's going to be too heavy. And she's like, no, nah, it'll be fine. You'll get it up there. I'm like, you have so much confidence in me. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> then again, if it was half inch to three quarters, it would still be a beast to move. Yeah, it would still be a beast, but not as much. Yeah. It still would have sucked. It's just a big, big bed. It was built to last, though, man. That that bed will probably... My grandkids may sleep in that damn bed. That looks like something that... Yeah. That, it, yeah, like the fact that there's so much, you know, wood, uh, so much substance there, yeah, that seems like something that would last forever. Yeah. Um, so much wood, Jesus. So much wood. Ugh. Full of the wood. Uh, so yeah, man, that was, that was the, the infamous bed. Uh, I'm just glad we didn't have that bed in that other house and have to move it down those stairs and then back up. That would have sucked too. And plus it's same kind of stairs there too, right? Yeah. Same kind of stairs. And we would have had to have, uh, I mean, if that thing would have took up the, uh, a majority of the inside of a U-Haul, wouldn't you think? Yeah, you, you put it in there first, and then you just throw everything on top of it. Ah, uh, good point. Good point. Touche, good sir. Thank you. Used to be a pro. <laughs> I didn't, but I played one on TV. Uh, and I'm trying to think what, like the next, the next big thing. I don't, I don't think there was any more big things like that. No, nah, the, the, the only other kind of putting me to work that you've done is uh, the babysitting, really. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, uh, it's, it's funny. So you have physical jobs and you have mental jobs. I think we would both agree that the babysitting is by far a mental job, right? Oh, <laughs> The first time I babysat all, uh, all your three kids... Um, God, that that was oh that was a night. You guys were just doing dinner in a show, so you're only gone for a few hours. I had not babysat like three kids before, you know, and over that that age range. And uh, <laughs> your your oldest and the middle child got into got into a fight, and then the middle child hit your oldest in the head with a tap shoe. <laughs> she said dance boy dance <laughs> all this came came after her and i'm like no 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 you can't do that you cannot do that like because he, he was pissed this was like and then your youngest he was going through that phase where he didn't like to wear clothes so he's just running around the house in his underwear the entire night yeah he was a streaker yeah he was the middle child was supposed to go to bed a little bit earlier because she had uh, like a class in the mornings and she refused to go to bed on time and gave me a speech about how I'm treating her badly because she's the middle child. And I'm like, I, it was like psychology textbook stuff. I'm like, how does a child know these things? <laughs> Freaked me out. Freaked me out. You know, so, so going into it, what did you think was going to happen? They were just going to sit there? Is they were gonna play and you know that was and that was gonna put them to bed and I thought it was gonna happen. 
<laughs> and you went through a whole range. Oh my like, god, dude! <laughs> I, I left your house like physically shaking. I was literally shaking from the experience, uh, like post-traumatic stress, shell-shocked shaking. Not not you're not seething, like oh, I'm never gonna do that ever again. Type shaking. <laughs> you're like. I gotta stop at the bar on my way home shaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I need to decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I remember coming, I, I, I do remember coming home and I'm like, we were like, how were they? And one of the great things about you is whenever you've watched our kids, it's great because you're like, not one of those people that says, oh, they were great. Everything was fine. You're like, this little shit did this, and this little shit did this, and this little <laughs> shit cried wee, wee, wee all the way home. <laughs> and that's great because, like, like I remember you telling me, like, yeah, Ch- yeah, your daughter hit your son with a, with a tap shoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, oh, she's going to use that tap shoe tomorrow. That's awesome. Uh, I had to wipe the blood off of that. (laughs) (laughs) It did leave a mark. I remember that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, And then the youngest, it's like, oh, yeah, we should have probably warned you about his his wanting to not wear clothing. Because I think when we came home, wasn't he like sitting on the couch in his underwear or something yes. with a blanket on? Cuddling with me in his underwear. Yeah. And it was like yeah. 10 o'clock at night. He he was, what, three at the time? Yeah, three or four. Very yeah. young. He wasn't in school yet. So. Yeah, I, I could not get him to sleep. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And did they did you get stuck watching, like, kids' shows the whole time? I don't remember. It, uh, I don't. I don't remember watching any TV at all that that night. To be honest. So, oh, okay, that's uh, good. Yeah. They kept you busy and. Oh yeah. And my and my daughter wanted to psychoanalyze you and talk about how you were, you know, perpetrating to keep her down because she was the middle child. Yep. Yep. Well, freaked me out. Like something out of a movie. She's grown out of that now, though. Yeah, I, I never, I've never heard her do that ever since. So that's a good thing. Yeah, nowadays I think if you were coming into this situation new, she'd probably say you were discriminating against her because she was a woman. Really? <laughs> I, if you it was a brand new again, like last, yeah, yeah, she's grown into that one. So. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's the times, man. It is the times. The youngest doesn't streak anymore, though. That's that's a positive thing. Yep, yep. That, that, that's 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 the the one positive since then. <laughs> the rest has been all downhill. But how long did it take you to babysit again? God, it was a while. You know, the, the the next time I babysat was probably like a year or two later, maybe. And yeah. that time, I think I brought a girlfriend with for backup. He brought back. Yeah, he brought back. <laughs> she was freaked out too. I remember that. She was freaked out before or after? After. Oh, uh, so so she, she's, like, she's like, yeah, well, oh yeah, I, I, I'll I'll have uh, I'll help you babysit. It's just kids, and I'm like, no, you don't understand. You have no idea. Kids are the spot of Satan. <laughs> Be prepared. Be afraid. Be very afraid. 
that's that's funny. That's funny. Um, so uh, okay, let me ask you this: Have you since then at any point babysat kids other than my kids? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay, compare the two. Are my kids better or worse? Uh, it's hard to say, uh, because okay. <laughs> it, it, it's not so much the kids. It's that since then I learned how to babysit. That's the big difference. Ah. So, you know, since then my approach has changed quite a bit where I don't put it with BS whatsoever. Uh, and, uh, and, and it's just like, you know, I kind of set my limits. I let them know, don't cross this line or else stuff's going to happen. They cross the line, stuff really did happen. And then, you know, and then for, you know, after that happened, then for a while, like, like your daughter, the middle child, did not like me for a while. Yeah, how dare you punish us? Yeah, exactly. And then, like, the next time I, I watched her, she was good, didn't punish her, and then we were buddies again, and then we've been good ever since. So it's kind of like, yeah. like, once I was kind of like, you know, not trying to be the fun guy, just trying to just be more myself, things got easier. Um... Let's see, other kids I've watched. It's also hard, too, with your kids because the age range. Because there's like eight, mm. eight years between your three kids. And that's pretty unique. Right. Because like everyone else, like all the kids, like, you know, they're usually, the, you know, little kids. You know, three and five years old or the other ones I watched, they were like two and six, I think, or something like that. So, like, and so, so then it's just little kids. And you're just, you know, running around little kids. I haven't watched any big kids. Besides yours. So it took a couple of years. You brought backup. The backup was like, holy shit, you were right. Uh, did you warn her or did you, you did warn her. Like you didn't just go in there and say, oh, this is going to be great. And then she comes out like that wasn't great at all. <laughs> um, God, I don't remember. I, I, I think she'd be, I think she was just like, oh, okay, we're going to ba- go babysit. No big deal. And I'm like, eh, we'll see. So. But yes, since then it's gotten pretty good. I've watched your kids a lot since then. Uh, we, we, I think I've got a good relationship with all with all your kids now. Um, I watched your kids overnight a couple of times, and, and that's gone pretty well. And um, <laughs> and it got to the point where you guys felt comfortable enough, where you and your wife actually for your was it fifteen year anniversary? Yep. They left the kids at home with me and uh, went away for a few days. And that was that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think it was three days and three nights. Uh, my wife and I, for our anniversary, we flew down, went to went to Disney World on our own, and and then came back. And it sounds like uh, uh, so so we didn't want to make things worse by calling home, and you know all the time and being those types of parents where it's like hey how are the kids doing oh i want to talk to them and tell them good night you mean oh, like sleep well honey you mean like what you used to do when i first started watching them <laughs> yeah well, well yeah i mean we go down there and i'm like dude this is our anniversary like there he's got those kids if something bad happens he'll let us know <laughs> So like you, you would hardly like like every once in a while you like you text me like how are the kids? I'm like they're alive. You're like okay, cool, great. Talk to you later, and, uh, and that was really it. And uh, and then like your all your kids kind of picked up on this. Like hey, we haven't talked to mom and dad for a couple of days. 
Yeah, <laughs> your, your middle child, your daughter starts kind of like, why haven't they talked to us? Why aren't they wishing us to, to, to sleep at night and saying goodnight and all that? And me, like I said, I'm comfortable with your kids. So I'm just like, well, it's obvious. They don't love you anymore. <laughs> and then you know, your daughter's like, no, that's not. Well, hmm. He's got a point. What's going on? I think they love <laughs> us, but they're not talking to us. And, and I'm like, <laughs> they're questioning their whole world. Yes. And I'm like, you know, I, I wasn't supposed to tell you guys, but really, you know, your parents really, they're not on vacation. They left for good. Uh, I, I'm here. I'm supposed to take you to the orphanage tomorrow. <laughs> they're like, that's not true. And so I was messing with your kids like the entire time you were gone. It was great. <laughs> uh, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We, uh, <laughs> I can only imagine they probably at first thought you were kidding, but as more time went by, the the doubt was creeping into their mind. Like, oh my gosh, are they never coming back? <laughs> like, can I use your phone to call my parents? No, they don't want to talk to you. No, they don't want to talk to you. They don't want to talk. To, they're done with you. They're done with your nonsense. That's right. <laughs> It's like they knew I was messing with them, but there was that small little like doubt in the back of their mind, like, is he being honest? So, <laughs> man, and, and you, you know, if I would have known that, I would have extended that trip one day longer without and told you not to let them know <laughs> because because <laughs> if we wouldn't have shown up when we were supposed to. They probably would have freaked the hell out. They're like, is he serious? Oh my god. They're gone. They're gone for good. What happened to our parents? They would have been like blowing up phones and everything else. <laughs> they would they would they would have jumped you, tied you to a chair just to grab your cell phone so that they could call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe I set up a message from Hi, this is mom and dad. Derek's right. We don't love you anymore. <laughs> Please don't leave a message after the tone. Bye. <laughs> uh, but my wife wanted to call. She she did, she wanted to call all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, you let it. Yeah. I, she, we'd be like standing there and she'd be like, should we check on the kids? I'm like, no, they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> Everything's great. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, that wasn't the, no, that wasn't the first time you watched them overnight. So, you know, they should have known better. Those weirdo kids. Yeah. You know, they, I teased them a little bit and you know, they know me. So we had a good time. You know, your daughter baked a lot and you know, the kids, you know, we watch TV and they had a good time. Yeah. Do you find it? Uh, do you find it easier? It's going to sound weird, but do you find it easier to watch them overnight or for a couple hours? And what I mean by that is like, if you watch them overnight, then it's like, Hey, they know that you're going to be there and they're just like normal routine type stuff. Or if, whereas a couple hours, they're like, we got to get in as much Derek time as we possibly can. And it's just a complete whirlwind. Yeah, yeah, I know where you're coming from. I don't know, I you know, but, but at the same time, the last time I watched them, which was pretty recent, they were super chill. They, that, that, they, it was more like an overnight watch with them. So I don't know. So, so they're not impressed with you anymore. Is that what you're saying? Could be. 
It could be. Yeah, I think the dog the dog is the only one. Like you come you come to the house now that I think it used to be like they would all like bum rush you. Mm-hmm. Now you get like one or two of them and the dog. Yeah. <laughs> the, the dog is like, "Where have you been, man? Where have you been?" <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's the feeling I get when I come home from work, too. The dog is the only <laughs> one that cares that I'm walking through the door. You know, your youngest now, the, the, the toddler, uh, she, it's just so funny with her because, I mean, this, she's like a baby that I, I genuinely know. She doesn't really like me. She doesn't dislike me, but she doesn't like me. She just tolerates me. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's here again. Yeah, she's Great. like, oh, there's Derek. Okay. It's interesting. Are my parents going to leave again? Are they going to go somewhere? Or is, am I going to be stuck here by myself with him? Ugh, fine. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She is She is almost, She is. is very indifferent to to you coming over to that. But in all honesty, she's like that with most people that come over to the house. She's like, yeah, you're not here to see me particularly. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Do whatever you're going to do. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's pretty funny, but uh, y- you know, I I think the kids got a pretty good relationship with you. I think each one of them can talk to you about something different. Each one of you know, y- you have different uh, things that you guys connect on or or what have you. So uh, other than maybe the the two and a half year old, because you know, she. <laughs> You guys coexist together very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we talk about clothes in the morning. Uh, that, that, that's the thing we talk about the most. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I, I can only imagine those times where, like, she's been asleep when we've left, and then she wakes up and sees you and is like, what the hell? The utter look of confusion. Like, literally. Yeah. Like, I, I'll walk into her bedroom, and she'll look at me, and her jaw will just drop, and she would be like, Huh? Oh, this again. Okay. <laughs> this again. <laughs> and that, like I said, not happy, not sad, just like, okay, I guess. You don't mess with me, I won't mess with you. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah, I try to, like, you know, I let her watch whatever she wants on TV and, uh, you know, give her whatever snacks that she wants. And I try to cook her good meals and all that. And she says, yeah, whatever. <laughs> She's like, I give you an achieves expectations <laughs> on your review, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's good stuff. That's good stuff right there. Um, I, yeah, man. I, I remember, though, the first time I watched your kids overnight. Oh, my God. I, you know, it, 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 everything actually went really well. I was really surprised, but it, everything went went well. No big hiccups. Things went pretty well. <laughs> and then <laughs> it was like five minutes before you come home. Like everything just fell apart. Like in like five minutes before you came home, and and you guys walk in to like the worst situation. The do- the dog just took a leak on the ground, and then you're ah. and then like right at the same time your toddler. Uh, is going through. He's, he's holding like a toy o- over over the edge of the the banister upstairs, and he looks at me, and like a gangster just looks at me, and just drops the toy right right there. Comes down, sma- say something, bitch. <laughs> just smashes a like a, a picture frame, glass everywhere, and he just he just stood there. He's just like, yeah, 
Such a gangster move. Uh, the, like the look in his eye, he knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> and he knew that the one shit that you were going to do. <laughs> I'm like, you little. I. That was kind of cool, actually. That was, that was bold, my friend. Very bold. Like but, a boss. Like a boss, exactly. But you guys walk in, glass everywhere, urine everywhere. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> but you guys are like, yeah. You guys are cool about it. I was surprised. I, like whenever you, like something bad happens and you guys are cool about it, I'm always surprised. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It reminded me of something, but yeah, because um, it, 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 it's all like it's, it's stuff, you know. As long as nobody's hurt, it's all good, man. It's mm-hmm. just stuff, and we've seen them break all kinds of shit. Yeah. And like, yeah, our our toddler, you were talking about like him doing that stuff. He's done it to me more times than I can count. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so you know, trying to potty train that kid, he's like, "I'm not going to the toilet. I'm not going in the toilet. I'm not going in the co- toilet." You put a pull up on him. Guess what he does? Pisses in the pull up right away. Mm-hmm. As soon as you lift that thing up, man, it's it's coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, did you? Yep, sure did. Say something. <laughs> Thug life. And it reminded me, though, uh, I think it was when you watched, maybe, I think it was when you watched him for the anniversary, maybe I'm wrong, The Dishwasher? That was, yeah, that was anniversary. <laughs> that was the one time I, I texted you where I was like, hey, uh, hey, just, just, I was just curious, uh, you ever had a problem where you can't get the door in the dishwasher to close? You respond back. <laughs> I'm like, no. No? I'm like, shit. <laughs> like, well. Nothing to worry about. Everything's fine. But, uh, yeah, this, I can't seem to get the door in the dishwasher to close. So, uh, but you don't worry about it. You got that problem now. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think that was the biggest thing that ever happened uh, while you were gone. And you were able to fix it when you got home in, like, the first 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It was, it just, you know, yeah, it was, it was a simple fix. And, you know, again, nobody got hurt. It was it was fixable, and I didn't have to um, tear out tiling. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that would have sucked. But um, so yeah, got that got that thing fixed, and yeah, again, man, it was it was all just stuff, and you know, we we just appreciate the fact that like we can have any amount of time as as parents away from those kids where it's just me and my wife so uh you know and you know we trust you Not, nobody will get hurt shit might get tore up but that's cool it's just shit <laughs> well thank you yeah and, and 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 the kids i think they got to the point where i was like uh they loved it when you would stay like because you have watched them i think on a couple different occasions where it's like more than two nights and they're like, one of these nights, Derek is going to go buy us McDonald's. I know it. And and they look forward to that right there because mom and dad are like, you ain't getting McDonald's. Get out of here. Crazy. <laughs> so. Yeah, that that's true. Whenever I I, uh, I watch them multiple days, it's the last lunch. Last lunch is McDonald's. Correct. The, the last lunch. That's yep. what it is. The yep. last lunch. <laughs> they're like, ooh. We get McDonald's and we know Derek's leaving and our parents are coming back. It's a win-win. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's good stuff, man. Kids are crazy. 
Yeah, they They're are. crazy things. Yeah. Uh, my wife's like, you're going to miss them when they're gone. And I'm like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> I'm going to miss not getting my shit tore up. That's what I'm going to miss. Should have told you, told you, your wife, you know, stop projecting on me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just because you're going to miss them doesn't mean that I am. <laughs> oh, so kids, 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 kids. And holidays. We've shared quite a few holidays together. Yep. Yeah. Uh, some interesting holidays. You know, we would, uh, I know we talked about it before, I think, on the podcast where, you know, you guys used to have a tradition where you guys would go to the movies on Christmas and then we ruined it because you invited us to your house one time and we were all just sitting around talking. Mm-hmm. And next thing we knew, it was like 11 o'clock at night and we didn't go see a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so then after that, we kind of started a tradition where we would, you know, come over on Christmas and I remember, I think it was the second Christmas. I want to see if you remember this. Second Christmas, we came to your house. I w- like, we had ate, and it's always awesome food, but, like, something didn't sit well with me, and I felt sick. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> you remember this? So, like, yeah. I'm like, I didn't want to throw up in the bathroom and make a ton of noise, so I go out front. <laughs> And I and I swear it's like below freezing out there. I think so. Yeah. Like it had been snowing, it was cold, wet, and I just I I make it out the front door and I go off to the right of your of your porch there and I just I just throw up, and then and I'm throwing up and everything and then I look down, and I threw up all over your garden gnomes. <laughs> threw up on my garden gnomes i threw up on your garden gnomes and this is true story true story i stopped throwing up i noticed the garden gnomes and i look at them and go oh sorry guys (laughs) what the hell i still have those garden gnomes i didn't know you threw up on them (laughs) the shit that those garden gnomes have seen (laughs) literally (laughs) what they've been through in their in their lives I just remember, like, everyone's like, where's, where's Nick? I go, looking for you. I find you up on the stoop, on my, on my front stoop of my house, li- literally just laying on the ground like a hobo. <laughs> hobo. And I'm like, I'm like, uh-oh, he doesn't look good. So I, I go in a crisis mode, so I'm like, hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> hey, buddy. And you're like, I threw up on your gnomes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's not good. Maybe you should come inside. No, I'm, I'm good here. I'm like you're like, here's the hose. Clean off my gnomes, I'm, asshole. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I'm gonna go get your wife. <laughs> so, do you do that with all homeless people? <laughs> On my front stoop, yes. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go get your wife now. <laughs> hey, buddy, are you lost? Hey, buddy. You better not have thrown up on my garden gnomes. What you doing? <laughs> yeah, what what you doing out here all by yourself? <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that, that was that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts, man. Ah, uh, let's see. 
We 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 yeah we we went on vacation together as a family. Not much of story. Not not much came out of that. Uh, it was a relaxing time though, but we did it. Yeah, we we did do a family vacation, and uh, I did my my one and only cruise. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the only cruise I've been on. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Uh, let's see what else. I don't know, man. We've we've kind of done. Like, since that move, right, it's just, the bond has grown stronger. <laughs> and, you know, it's, uh, it's been a good relationship. You know, you're, 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 uh, my kids look at you as, you know, like an uncle-type figure and everything like that. And that, that's really awesome. And, you know, I know that, you know, my wife and, and I and everything look at you as a brother. So, uh, it's, uh. It's, it's been pretty cool, man, to go from, you know, you thinking uh, the first time you saw me, who's this smug asshole Not that won't say shit? <laughs> now I know who this smug asshole is. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, does your opinion, is your opinion any different? But I guess I know the answer to that now. <laughs> oh, oh, crazy, crazy, crazy times. Yeah, man. We, yeah, there's probably a hell of a lot more than we've, you know, we've, uh, we've helped some people, we've helped other people move. We have. Right? We have, yeah. Recruited you to go down to, to Indy and help, help a friend of mine move Mm -hmm. and, uh, that was moving up here. Long drives, uh, good conversations. Long drives. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Found a little bit more about, like, what makes Derek tick. Um, you know, yeah, that was some good stuff. Went to, uh, uh, went to Notre Dame, took you to Notre Dame to pick up my son from football camp one year. Yeah. That was, that was a fun drive. Mm-hmm. That was. And finally got to see the Notre Dame campus and, uh, you know, check out, you know, that restaurant in the area and the gift shop and, uh, all the scenery and architecture. It was pretty cool. Yep. Yep. Pretty awesome. We, yeah, we, we yeah we even went down to Indianapolis to watch Notre Dame uh, play uh, Purdue. That's right. Year. That's right. We, we, what's the name of that stadium? The oil company, uh, Lucas right? O- Lucas Oil. Yeah. 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 So yeah, man, kind of kind of done a lot of stuff, and and now we record a podcast. Yes, we do. I I got to go one more story real quick before we call it quits. Okay. All right. Do you remember the first time my son spent the night with you? Uh, yes, I do. I remember that pretty well, actually, yeah. Tell everybody what happened the night that my son came to stay the night. He stayed the, I think he stayed a couple nights, right? Stayed a weekend? Yeah, so so shortly after the move, your, your oldest son, I think he was 12 at the time, he's like, like, hey, can I come over and spend the weekend with you? And, you know, in my heart of hearts, I wanted to say no, but he's a kid, so I couldn't do that. So I'm like, well, ask your parents, you know, see what they they say. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, parents are going to say no, because I don't know you guys very well. You guys don't know me very well. I don't really have experience with watching a kid over a weekend, so they're going to say no. You guys said yes. I'm like, okay. So he comes, I pick him up, he spends the weekend with me. You know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, you know, like video games and watching TV and uh, having takeout and things like that. And, you know, it's, uh, we call it the quality guy time. That's what it was. Yeah. And uh, so like, I picked him up Friday night 
And then like Saturday, I remember this day pretty well. Breakfast, I took him uh, to the restaurant at the corner. We he had his like his uh, chocolate chip pancakes. I don't remember what we did for lunch. I'm, then we went to the movies. While we were at the movies, he had uh, his uh, nachos with the cheese dip and the jalapenos and all that. After that, we went out for Chinese for dinner, and he had like a half dozen crab rangoon, and that was like like the bulk of his dinner. The entire day, he's just sucking down Sprite and Sprite, 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 no water, no nothing else. So <laughs> that night, you know, um, it goes to without saying, he got sick in the middle of the night. So he's like, oh, I don't feel well. So the first thing he decides to do is come and wake me up to let me know that he doesn't feel well. So he comes and he he doesn't knock on my door. He doesn't say my name. He doesn't try to wake me up. He just He just walks into my bedroom in the middle of the night and shakes me awake. He shook, he shakes me awake. I've never been shaken awake in my entire life, ever. So uh, just perspective for everybody, right? My son has never stayed the night with Derek before. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know if he sleeps in the nude or anything else, right? That's right. Some guy, yeah, some stranger, he's staying the night with. Yeah, bad parenting. No, because <laughs> I will tell you, like, I thought my wife was going to bail you out, too, because she had, she told me about it later on, and I was like, why the hell is he staying? Like, why? Like, Derek's a grown man. Like, why is he the one to stay over there? Right. So, so I definitely had my reservations about it, but, like, so he comes into your room really not knowing how you sleep, how light, or anything like that, doesn't knock, doesn't say, hey, Derek, anything like that, right? Right. Okay. And, uh, and shakes me awake. And I and just, shakes you. My, my parents never shook me awake. It's just, it was, it's usually just, you know, call my name and I wake up. That's how I've always woken up. So when he does this, before I'm even awake, my eyes are not even open yet. Like my body goes in defense mode and my, def- my body decides whatever is shaking me is getting punched in the mouth. So I swing. <laughs> in my sleep, I throw a right hook, a really good right hook. And it, you know, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And I swear, my, my, my foot, my, my fist was probably six inches from his face when I opened my eyes up. Wow. And I, I opened my eyes up. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I see like his chin and my fist and I pull back real quick. But dude, I was wow. within inches, inches of knocking your 12 year old out at the time. Yeah. Yeah. You would have been calling us from the hospital and been like, yeah, I think I killed your kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Snapped his <laughs> neck. And yeah. he, so he, so he, he knows what happened. He, he saw me almost punch him, so he jumps back, just scared to death of me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, buddy. What, 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 what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, man. sounds a lot like the conversation you had with me after I threw <laughs> yeah. up on your nose. <laughs> that, that, that's my, I'm going to fix the situation voice. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> If I use the term buddy, yeah, there's something going on. Hey, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry, man. You scared me. What's going on? I don't feel good. I'm like, oh, yeah? Really? Okay. You know, so. <laughs> so, yeah. So that night he didn't get sick, but he ended up uh, falling asleep on my couch and me sitting next to him watching uh, wrestling <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> And that's funny because I don't know my son to watch wrestling, but okay. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of into it, you know, and then, uh, 
And then, of course, I want to drop him off on Sunday right away. He narks on me and tells on you guys. I thought, like, I was going to get in trouble for that. So, Yeah, and what did my wife say? Classic my wife. Yeah, your sure. wife. You, you, you know, we walk in the door, like, the first thing out of your son's, son's uh, mouth is like, Derek almost punched me. And she's like, what? What happened? He tells a story. And she's like, well, good. He should have punched you because you shouldn't be walking into a grown man's bedroom unannounced. Good, you deserved it. <laughs> oh, my wife. She's so blunt. She uh, is. She is. But, uh, uh, yeah, that, that story. <laughs> that's, to me, that is the most hilarious story. Because you were within inches of knocking him the hell out. I, I truly believe you probably would have knocked him out. <laughs> you know what? Had you not stopped yourself. You, you know, at, at the same time, though, who knows? I was asleep. Who knows what kind of punch yeah. I threw. Uh, That's true. Maybe, maybe, maybe it didn't have anything on it. I was just so disoriented. Which, you know, But, you know, we both learned from that situation. You know, like two months later, he spent, he spent the weekend again. Same thing. I let him eat whatever he wanted. He got sick on Saturday night. This time, he knocked on the door. I slept through that. So then he opened the door and went, Derek, I heard that. I woke up, and it worked just fine. Back to wrestling in the couch, huh? That the second time he actually did throw up, and then wrestling on the couch, yes. <laughs> but now you don't let him just eat anything, right? Yeah, I, I put together rules. I'm like, okay, I limit his his, his uh, crab rangoons. I make him drink at least like four glasses of water throughout the day, stuff like that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And we haven't had a problem since. Good deal, man. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to finish up with that story because I just I think that story is hilarious and it's kind of a kind of a microcosm to your relationship with the kids. Is you know, all you know, in the beginning it was it was crazy, and uh, it's calmed down a lot. So yes, that's pretty awesome. Yes, and that's it. That is a story of how Nick and I really kind of got to know each other really became friends really became like brothers it's a story of how i got closer with his wife and his kids and his entire family and unfortunately his dog too uh and that's it and that is the explanation the the story behind the human jack stand and the hobo <laughs> and there's still more stories to tell uh, we didn't really go into the other holidays that we spent together, you know, the Halloween, the costumes, the Thanksgivings, which are a big deal. And uh, we've got a lot of memories. We've got a lot of stories. And we're going to have even more memories and more stories in years to come. So uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for checking us out. And remember, drive safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We have no idea what we'll talk about next time, but I'm sure we'll have a good time doing it. Our email address is thecommutehome at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, drive safe, everybody.